up, everybody, and welcome back <laughs> to the Reality Kingdom, where we put the real in reality or whatever, period. I'm your host, Pharaoh. We are joined by our wonderful co-host, Lee. And Dan Giesling has flopped. Simple. And look, I'm going to say it right. Hold on. Hold on, Lee. Hold on, Lee. To Lee and all of Dan's daughters. Dan's daughters? If you are a Dan stan, a Dan son, a Dan daughter, I just want to let you know right now that you might need to mute every time I speak. Because you just gonna be, you're gonna be upset with what I have to say. You are going as to I have previously stated. The Tritus uh-huh. has nothing to do with Big Brother. It does. It quite literally does not, vibes. It at not. all. It does not. It doesn't. It doesn't. It does not. It doesn't at all. But you know what does have to do with Big Brother? What the incapability of having an ally at all? Because nobody was checking for you. <laughs> he had poverty. It was bad for Dan. So he, didn't have he had poverty and he should have came for poverty and he decided to come for Phaedra randomly. That's his fucking problem. It was bad for Dan this episode, y'all. It was bad, it for, was Dan really bad episode. for Daniel. I, I, I can't know. I can't defend too hard because I mean it was just this entire time. And he and he says it too. He says in his interviews that like yeah. he really regrets underestimating people in this game because that was his biggest downfall. I don't I, I think like the whole sit back and be quiet. That wasn't working for this game at all, one. But on top of that, to, like, underestimate your competition and believe that you kind of could, like, you know, be quiet and then turn everybody's mind at the round table was just, like, low-key idiotic. Like, Dan, you had mm-hmm. built no rapport with mm-hmm. 90% of the cast, and you thought you were going to be able to turn them on Phaedra, literally the most liked person in the entire game right now? Like, it, wasn't no it just, it just, it it didn't align. Like, all he did was get himself out and Trishel on Phaedra. That's all he fucking did. And uh, and the thing is, that's some tea I learned from watching Sharon Thorpe's interview with him. That apparently, um, Peter came up to him before the round table and said, "Let's take out Parvati. We can just vote out Parvati, and you'll be safe." But he didn't want to do Parvati because he already had this relationship with Parvati. And I also feel like it's because he thought. He would have a better time at going against Phaedra than he did against Parvati. And it's mm-hmm. like, baby, you should have just went after Parvati because, girl, the way she was mm-hmm. mumbling and stumbling with Peter, you could have got her. You yep. wouldn't beat Phaedra. At, at all. And this is the thing about Parvati. One thing about Parvati, her allies are going to check for her. They're going to stomp right. for her. She ain't had an ally. He said, I ain't going against Parvati. He said, everybody going against Parvati. Just like Russell, Russell said, everybody after Parvati, I'm not coming after Parvati. I'm actually going to give Parvati, Parvati an idol. Bitches be giving Parvati idols left and right and up and down. <laughs> like, th- that's what I'll say about Parvati is that Dan was not turning on her. So y'all going to have to wrap that up. But, but you, you woke the timeline up today because you pulled into oh, the question... Does this mean that Dan isn't the best of all time in Big Brother? Because and the, he definitely still is. To you. And I, well, to, to everyone. I Red, to you and all of his daughters. Red, Red, mm-hmm. he's the legend of Big Brother to everyone. To you. Red, to you. Red is disrespectful. Red. To you. <laughs> to you. This is the issue. Um, I've already thought when it came to Dan that it wasn't just set in stone that he's the best Big Brother player ever. Everyone else does feel that way. I love that for y'all. I love that to you. But for me, it was never giving that. So for someone who doesn't automatically think he's just unstoppable and he deserved to win both of his time and he didn't make any mistakes, when he comes on the traders and he makes mistakes that I already thought he made on Big Brother, all it does is affirm someone like that. Now, I understand I don't think that because he's not good at the traders means he's not good at Big Brother. I don't okay. think that. That's not Say true. Say it again. Say it again. That's not true. Back. However, if you saw faults in Dan's game, which you should have because no one is perfect, mm-hmm. which I did, and you see the faults in his traders game, I feel like it is similar to the faults in his Big Brother game. People don't be liking him. He don't be having allies who are checking for him. He usually be solo yes, dolo. The game here was pretty, pretty bad. The social, I mean, game, be, the social game always be bad. You get called Judas every time you get on the show. That's not good social game. It's just not. And I just feel like one of my issues with Dan's game was the lack of social game and the yeah. fact that every time you get to the end, no one wants to vote you to win. I feel like that's the main thing that translated to the traders. The traders is mostly social game, which is why Sari, a social icon, won so easily. People easily trust her. People easily like her. 
And with Dan, it's just very hard for him to get people to trust him and like him. Right. Of, of status, because this started BB10 when he was nobody. And they didn't like him. So there's a step. He's definitely a player that's good at having one-on-one conversations. That's why I feel like um, if you notice, like Peter at the beginning of the episode was more so like, oh, it's Dan or Parvati. And he was leaning more towards Dan. And then by the end, he's like, well, I'm sure it's Parvati. Like the, the, yeah. uh, the castle consensus was that it was Parvati. I think, honestly, mm-hmm. Dan doing this entire just obvious show at the round table is what turned the votes on to him. Like, they were going for Parvati. He should have just mm-hmm. shut up and went out to Parvati or just voted whoever he wanted. Like, mm-hmm. the whole putting himself out there is what got the attention on him. But I think he's someone that's good at these individual relationships because we see um, like Parvati tries to work on Peter throughout the day and it doesn't budge at all. But mm-hmm. Dan, he kind of got like some leeway to the point of like we know now we now know the information that Peter went up to Dan and told him, Hey, just go party and you'll be good. So I do mm-hmm. think if Dan didn't do what he did at the round table, he could have kind of like finagled through maybe if Parvati went out this round mm-hmm. because he is clearly good at like forming just like when it's one-on-one, a good connection there. And I think mm-hmm. in Big Brother, that works way better because, of course, it's one HOH and nominate two people. Like, it's easier to have that one-on-one conversation and kind of, like, convince them, whereas in the Traders, it just simply isn't the same type of game. Mm-hmm. And he really should have pivoted, which he did not do. And I think he didn't pivot because he underestimated his competition. He don't think he thought he needed to. Yeah. You know what's interesting about what you're saying about the roundtable, this big show he put on to go against Phaedra? That's the second issue I have with his Big Brother game is that he always does the theatrics and it does it can work out, but it also cannot work out. And BB10, when he did the Russian roulette, all it did was make all those people not want to vote you in the jury. They, it pissed them off. It was random and it was a random lie. and You didn't have to lie. You lied, told this man that he can nominate whoever he wants. And then you did Russian roulette for the show. When you did Dan's funeral, you didn't have to do the funeral. You could have just walked up to Frank and told him about the alliance. When you told Frank about the alliance, you didn't have to lie to Frank and tell him that you're going to have his back for the You could have just told him about the alliance. Call out Danielle, it, her ass. Call out tears. Danielle, had Danielle cry. It's like there's so because much. at the end of the day, um, Dan dramatic. is a stunt queen. Dan love loves that. the stunts of the shows. That. And I think that's why people love him. They love I Dr. Love Will. That. I think that's why, in comparison, a lot of people don't like Derek because Derek does not do the stunts in the shows. Derek He's a bore. They're boring. The They're boring. Oh, I, I, think, I, think I love Dan. Dan. I love Dan. I love so Dan. much more charismatic. It is. And, and I love Dan because he because he's willing to actually put on a show and he's willing to actually be a reality TV person rather than just this this game body type of nigga. I really love watching Dan on these shows. It's amazing. What he does is amazing. How he pulls it off is amazing. I just think sometimes it's not always the best move. Actually, I don't all I barely think it's a good move when he does the theatrics. But uh, he doesn't care, and I love that for him. And sometimes it works. It just didn't work this time. But let's get into the episode. Because we left off last episode at the Trader's Turret, where they were deciding who to murder. Dan put his foot down. He said, we're murdering Bergy. Probably was like, you sure? Because they probably lied to us about who has the, the shield. Dan said, I don't care. Bergy got to go. Here. Not listening. Not paying attention. And he, he, I think he claims that, too. He didn't actually hear Parvati when she said, let's go after somewhere else. I guess he was just so focused on going after bad guy that he didn't. But she said, she said, maybe not do somebody on the outside. Maybe let's do John. And don't you think he's lying? So, I mean, maybe he didn't hear her, but it's like she said it three times. You didn't hear all three times? (laughs) Or was you not listening? There's a difference between not hearing and not listening. He wasn't listening. You wanted to talk. You didn't want to listen. That's the issue. But that's still my nigga. Let me get off of him. So, right, you're going too hard. You're going too hard. Keep it cute. Yeah, let me get off of him. Let me get off of him. But we get to breakfast, and everyone's filing in, and some of the faithfuls know about the plan that mm-hmm. Peter came up with. So they're in the diary room. They're like, we know Bergie's going to walk in that door regardless. But everybody don't know Bergie's going to walk in that door regardless. And that was very cute. I, I, I really that. I really love this segment. Like, this is the first time we're seeing the faithful have a one-up. Like, we're seeing the faithful, Trishel and Peter, have these diary rooms. Like, we know Bergie's coming in. And the mm. traders don't even know. I just yeah. like how the game is evolving in that way. Like Peter, here. game changer, bitch. Get game down, changer. down. Like the way, and then uh, like the way people are going to use these shields to their advantage now is really crazy. I think it, I find it really interesting too is that he did this play with a shield, and then the trader in Traders UK actually did one too. Like people are using these shields for strategy, which I think is very interesting. 
Mm-hmm. So Dan is thinking, of course, Bergie's going to be gone. So he's already trying to set himself up. So he's telling people, I feel like it might be a setup for me. I could definitely see someone like Bergie who wrote my name down going home so people could set it up to make it seem like it's I'm like, the traitor. It's like, you look crazy. You look crazy. <laughs> like, it's real bad because they, first of all, he doesn't even know Bergie's still going to walk in the door. Second of all, you're trying to set it up. Like, it's so obvious. You're trying to set it up. Girl, like no one believes you, baby. We, you, you're caught. Sure, Jan. Sure, Jan. <laughs> like, damn. But um, Bergie ends up walking in. Of course, n- no one who knew was gagged. But Parvati, Dan, and them, well, they're they're surprised. But it's like y'all got caught because Peter lets everybody know um, about his plan that he told a select group of people, certain people who he felt were the traitors. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he that he had the shield, knowing he didn't, knowing they might kill Bergie. And that's exactly what happened because no one got killed. So clearly they miskilled. And he's like, I told certain people. And CT's like, oh, you did tell me. You did tell me. And I'm like, okay, Poverty Dan, y'all gonna let him let people know that he told you. Right. Because um, CT went ahead and did you gotta do it too. At first yeah, I was like, yeah. I wouldn't say shit, but I mean, everybody now I'm gonna start saying it, might as well. Might as well. Dan. I mean, yeah, I mean he, he told me, but I'm I'm not a traitor. They're in poverty. I feel like yeah. what set them apart from CT or just in general, something that you see with I feel like I've noticed among traitors across these versions. When you accuse a traitor, they're very just quick to be like, Oh, well, I'm not. And let's discuss why I'm not a traitor. Like yeah. let's have this private conversation where I try to convince you that I'm not a traitor. I don't faithful don't do that. Like no. I've seen the most accused faithful sit there and just spiral out of control and go home. Like, mm-hmm. it's these traitors that want to have these private conversations because they need to convince you. A faith yeah. doesn't need to convince you or they go home. You know, it's, it's very different. So, I just think it, they, they really gave themselves away here, especially with this plan that Peter came up with. Like, they they fell into that trap. Nasty. I agree. Real bad. Not like, poverty. Real bad. Poverty. That's the thing. It's not Zay. But that's the thing. Dan really but sucked. Yeah. Like, Dan, I feel like really fucked all of them up. All of them up. Shut up. Damn. Because at first, this entire episode. We're trying to school him this whole time. And he fucked them up and then drugged them down. Literally. Because this entire episode, it was between him and Parvati. And then he gets paid your name out there. Literally, there were three people getting votes at the round table. And there were all three of the traitors. Because he voted Phaedra. And everybody else voted him and Parvati. Like, damn, keep my sister out of it. Keep my sisters out of it. Not only are you flopping, you're dragging people down. (sighs) God. Momo says, can faithfuls give shields to other faithfuls? They can't, I don't believe. Mm. But that was one of the things we were talking about when it's like, when it came to like the werewolf game, there's like a police officer or or nurse and you can shield someone else. And I feel like that would be kind of more interesting if you could shield someone else without the the traders knowing the traders knowing is the issue this only happened because the traders did not know and that was very certain they had to game them peter also had to like guess who they were going after exactly he also had to make sure like it only works that no traders were outside that doesn't always happen so no traders had to be outside peter had to guess who they were coming for and they had to make sure they all agreed not to tell nobody it was very circumstantial um so yeah so that worked after this dan has diary room talking about how surprised he is that peter the bachelor was so savvy with that and he's like oh, i just didn't expect that peter was so slick you know he's just a bachelor he just gives out roses he gives roses and it's like that like uh, i mean i don't want to be the dead horse but it's just like come on now come on now man come on now like who are okay. you before you became dan geesling literally so peter has diary- literally that's a good one like, these people haven't ever played this before. Just like you didn't play BB before, and you got on, you ate it up. They could get on and eat it up. <laughs> it's very possible. It is very possible. But um, Peter has diary about how Poverty and Dan were shaking in their boots during breakfast when he talked about the, um, the situation. He got them clocks. He has them clocks. I have so never seen a faithful clock this nasty. Like, I thought Gaz and Trader's UK was out here clocking the girl. Girl. Mm-hmm. This man, I'm like, he's in production the way he know. Yep. He knows it's poverty and Dan. He doesn't even think it's CT no more. 
He's like, you know what? I thought it was CT, but I'm pretty sure I know it's not CT no more. I'm pretty sure CT is not uh, faithful. And it's like, and it's like, I want to, I want to like, I want to drag him because he got his little alliance, and I don't like the alliance, which we'll get more into. And like, he's like this like leader type, and like I usually just don't go for people like that. But it's just like I can't even be mad because he's right. Like usually in these situations. They'd be wrong. Like they'd they be do just all this. Wrong. Best friends with this man hasn't said a, a wrong thing once. His entire alliance is all faithful. Like the man is cooking. I, I can't yeah. even like drag it. He's really eating this game. Like he's eating it up. I think he's playing the faithful game to the utmost possibility. And mm-hmm. like he's eating it. Which is gonna be very interesting considering the events. Right. Of Girl, what? He's winning the game if he becomes a traitor. He's already so trusted. Like if he That's becomes a traitor. He's definitely winning. Very interested. I won't so, be surprised if he doesn't. Peter um, talks to MJ and Phaedra about how Poverty and Dan are definitely traitors, and Poverty looked real nervous. She couldn't even look me in the eye when I was explaining it. And Phaedra is like, ooh, it's looking real bad for Poverty and Dan. So I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when Poverty and Dan do, do some very, I just feel like it's giving rookie mistake. I know they are rookies to this game. But right. think, poverty pulls Peter aside, and this is what we saw Paul do with Jazz on, on the Traders UK. And when he did that, I was like, "This is dumb as fuck." No faithful is gonna pull you to the side and try to convince you, particular you specifically, the only person who has me clocked. I'm just going to specifically come to you and try to come. No, if you're if you're faithful, you probably think they're a traitor for accusing you. You're not gonna go talk to them about shit. Why are you so comfortable talking to me unless you uh, uh, unless you are yourself a traitor? Because you know I'm not. You would never be comfortable talking to nobody like this unless you were a traitor, and you are. So probably pulls Peter to the side, and she's like, so you've been planting seeds this whole time? And Peter was like, you know, I just feel like it's, 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 it's definitely giving I'm not a traitor. I don't feel like it's, I feel like it's obvious I'm not a traitor um at all do you are you suspicious of me and probably was like well yeah you've been gaming really hard and like you're just doing a what lot. is this voice is it you just, you just gaming voice? so hard that's poverty's voice yeah yeah i'm just trying to figure out who the traders are it's like probably whatever probably basically she's trying to talk to him she's trying to talk to him one-on-one get him to feel like comfortable with her get him to feel like she's particular her specifically isn't really a traitor and it's like this isn't what this is doing. This is confirming that you're a traitor. Why are you pulling me aside and Peter talking to me about smiling in this girl's face? He's like, I mean, you giving me anything? Like, if there's something you can give me, like, that's going to change my mind. She's like, well, like, come on. no, I'm just, I mean, I thought that you were. And he was like, baby, this ain't working. Like, I love how honest mm. he is. He's just straight up like, baby, this ain't working. This yeah. ain't doing it for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and Dan does the same thing. He doesn't flirt, but Dan is basically like, well, what, what happened? What's what's going on? Why do you feel this way? And Peter was like, I just feel like you was always in my top three uh, potential traders. It was you, Parv, and what's that name? CT. You was always one of them, period. Um, Dan is like, oh, well, I'm just shocked about this, and I just didn't. And it's like, I just feel like it's just obvious you're a trader. You came to talk to me because you knew you was a trader, and you was scared. And that's what it gives in this conversation. That's literally what it gives. Oh, yeah, well, I'm just a faithful. Just wanted to let you know since you got me caught. It's like, okay. Like, is that yeah, all? Obvious. Now, child, I'm not trying to drag your man. But let me pull this up. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me wake this up. Um, Adrenolian. Adrian, Adrian, Adrian Nolan Flux. Ooh, tore your name up. He said, Dan played against morons in his BB season. He's very much overrated. Ooh. Because he can't line up with the competent people. Ooh, you drug. Now, I wouldn't say that exactly. But I will say, when I made my post talking about how some Dan did have flaws and with Woo, a lot of people was like, oh, well, other people like Derek, they played against the worst cast ever. And woo, woo, woo. Let's be honest and let's be real. And let's just lay it on the floor right now. I'm so sorry to all your faves. Dan ain't played with more than two smart people in his whole history, in my opinion. I'm so sorry. But the BB-14 cast, go look up the BB-14 cast. And tell me one of their names because you don't know it. These niggas is not, they they were not those girls. So Dan definitely did play against some duds. And I feel like him having his exit interviews saying how consistently underestimating he was of these people, it just kind of proves it. Like he genuinely thought these people was on the same level of the past people he played. But hey, we move. And I also just feel like 
I definitely get that argument, but I feel like a lot of the greats, you can just make that argument. A lot of people have made that argument that they played with dumb people. So it's like if you're mm-hmm. comparing him to like Derek, Derek played with a dumbass cast too. So <laughs> he played like, with two winners. Derek played with two winners. Oh, but another season. What are we talking about here? It doesn't matter. That I'm talking about the season they were in. We're talking about the season they were in. Derek ate them up. And they were some pretty dummy people too. How they win? Cody and Nicole, some of the greats. Mm. Nicole. Yeah. Definitely Nicole. But Cody, too. These are some of the only people who made finals multiple times. I'm sorry. I hate to say it. Like, I hate to say it. I mean, I was about to but it's not about Nicole and Cody. It's about Derek and people in his season. Who played against Nicole and Cody? Winners. Winners in the future season. We're talking about. Well, only the- one person could win his season, and it was him. He ate it up. I'm confused. I just what is like that? What is that? that the original point is that BB16 cast wasn't uh-huh. the brightest. Okay. You can't defend that. No, I can't. <laughs> and that's my point. That's all. I, I feel like why bring it up? Why bring it Because you, it was brought up that Dan's cast wasn't the smart. But Dan's cast don't got no winners. It don't got no great returnees. It don't got. It, it, doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't matter if it has all of that. What I'm saying is Dan's uh-huh. cast is also. Not that smart. Okay. We're talking about Dan. And now we're talking about Derek, bitch. Now what? And we don't need to. We really don't need to. I do I do feel like Derek clearly played with a smarter cast because he has two winners on his cast while Dan has no one who he's played with who has one. Oh, except Mike Boogie. But girl, he's in jail. Oh, no, he's not. But he almost was. Um, and that's just that on that. I'm sorry. Say what I said. But boom. I'm pretty sure he's in jail, we get to the mission. <laughs> but he did. But <laughs> we get to the mission. They have to um they have to build the they have to get parts, go on this trail, get parts for a big ass cannonball. At the end, they gotta build the cannonball and shoot something out of there so they can get the money. Real simple. We've seen this before on the Traders UK. Very cute. Along the way, there's gonna be a bunch of shield boxes. You can pick up the shield box and you have an opportunity to get the shield. And there was only one shield. What happened? To multiple shields. That's what I'm I'm confused about. I wish like three people could get a shield. I thought that was gonna be a consistent. Like I like the idea of multiple people being safe. I just think that makes it more interesting. And then even with the thing you said, like if you could actually save someone else, then mm-hmm. even if the person who won the shield is known, who they're saved is not gonna be known. I just think that really adds an extra layer. Or if it was private, imagine if. They all took their shot, but no one could see. So now you don't know which of these five people who had a potential to get an ammo. You don't know who got the shield. So now the traders have to work around the fact that Peter, Sandra, Sheree, Trishelle, or Parvin, well, Parvin is a trader, so that helps, that one of any of them could have got the shield. So it's like they would have to work around it if it was a secretive situation, but everybody knows. So everyone found out they at the end, Sheree did it. She got the closest to the actual target. So Sheree is the one who has the shield. And it's like, I mean, that's boring. Because now they know. But yeah, so Sheree has the shield. They end up building the cannonball. Congratulations. They get it. Yay. Um, as they head back to the castle, there's a car with Kate, Sheree, and CT in it. And they're talking about the potential of voting out Dan. But they end up all agreeing that they're more suspicious and confident of Harvard. They feel more and it's like, like, girl, why are you, you been getting clocked up left and right? Which is crazy. I kind of see it. I feel like Parvati is doing similar things as Dan. She defends Dan a lot, which I feel like was very stupid. I don't know why she chose that route. I feel like she should have been putting Dan under the bus. She defends Dan a lot. And she's also, she doesn't seem like a productive faithful. If you're a faithful and you're Parvati shallow, you would have clocked so much shit by now. Where's the shit, Parvati? You're, the, you're one of the smartest people in the cast, and you haven't clocked not one trader. You don't know who anybody is who's a trader. You yeah. ain't said no. Like, you and her and Dan have the, kind of the same issue. Like, y'all supposed to be the smartest bitches in the house. Like, you won Survivor damn near twice. Dan won Big Brother damn near twice. Y'all don't know nobody who's a trader? That doesn't make sense. If they were genuinely faithful, they would have clocked They're not all three traders. Cast. Like, you see Sandra, who, she's a faithful, and she has this huge legacy. Like, she's always involved in who's trying to, like, catch yeah. the credit. Like, we really don't see Phaedra or Dan, not Phaedra, Parvati or Dan in those conversations. 
they got to talk to each other a lot. That's the, I think yeah. that's another thing too. Like I feel like Dan definitely attached himself to poverty um, because he I think he definitely felt like he needed like, someone with her you know strategic ability to get to the end of the game with. Like he basically mm-hmm. admitted that, but. I think that really did kind of bring her down because it's like y'all both just suspicious as hell, ain't y'all? And y'all friends, yeah. and y'all legends, like uh uh-uh. uh. Josh twenty three says Janelle did a podcast with Johnny Fairplay and Rachel, and she said everyone knew poverty was traitor, and everyone was already questioning Phaedra. So maybe that's why mm. Dan thought to they need to get this editing together. They do because why we don't know that. So maybe that's why Dan thought it was actually good to suggest Phaedra. I guess. <laughs> but we didn't know that. So, um, in another car, Kevin is asking them, oh, are we really going to vote Dan? Because he just doesn't seem like he's done anything, though. Like, he just doesn't seem like he's done anything. So, Kevin's been on this same wave. He don't know what's going on in the clouds, baby. And um, Dan says that he plans on presenting an argument at the roundtable to basically convince everyone that he's not a traitor. Peter asked Dan, Trishelle, and Poverty, he's like, oh, you know, can this can this murder tonight, can it be painless? Because he's basically calling out Dan and Parv right in, right in front of them because he has his little alliance, Trishelle's in it, and they're going to start talking all day. They Literally, they start shutting people out of rooms, closing Girl. the door. It gets... Crazy. Like, and I will say, playing like this definitely isn't smart because I feel like we see towards the end, like it's kind of like a divide in the house because he's kind of yeah. he's not saying like, oh, I think poverty is a traitor, so we're only going to outcast them. He's basically outcasting everyone that's not in his little his little clique. What is it? Is him, Bergie, Trishelle, John, and Kevin? It's like five of them. Yeah, that's what it is. And the five of them are just all up on each other all day. Um, and those were the five who were kind of a part of the plan uh, outside. And Sheree. Sheree was was also outside in that group, too. But Sheree don't just sit up there underneath them all day. They all just kind of literally walk together, go to the room together. It's very weird. So when we get to, back to the castle, that's what he does. He goes in the room and he starts talking to his little clique, his little alliance about it being either Poverty or Dan. They're both probably traitors. We're going to have to vote one of them. And Poverty's about to walk in. And he's like, oh, mm, just give us a second, ma'am. And he closed the door on her. And it's right like, in her face. What? Right in her face. That is so nasty. Like, what? So he tells the, the group basically says, We don't know if it's Dan, but it's definitely Party. So it's definitely giving Party. Party, get off the floor. Stand up. It, I really do think poverty's gonna get snatched up very soon. Like she's gonna go, get gone. Now that I'm here, people actually were thinking about Phaedra. I'm like, damn. Our, our, it feels like a new someone who gets recruited is going to win. It's kind of how it feels, and it's like, damn. I wanted it to be Phaedra or one of the originals, and it's like, damn. It's really not. So poverty joins the group of of people, and she basically like, oh, what were you guys talking about? And it's. No one says anything. And Bergie was like, oh, I mean, we was thinking maybe Dan or... And probably like, was the other person me? It was either Dan or me. <laughs> and Bergie, and Bergie was I like... Say, I uh, love how, like... Uh, I, I don't even think the way the way Poverty is doing this, I really think it's just making it more obvious as her. <laughs> Honestly, yes. Why are you pressing us? She's, like, she really be pressing the fuck out of people. <laughs> like, that whole time is her being like... I mean, I know y'all was talking about me. Yeah, literally. Literally. So she was like, so I just feel like it could be any of y'all, too. It's very suspicious. Y'all are walking around, closing doors. Y'all are best friends. And Peter was like, well, yeah, we definitely could be traitors. I mean, I definitely could be a traitor, I guess. And it's like, they're basically not giving her anything. None of them trust her. They all clearly know she's a traitor. And it's like, damn, they got you clocked bad. I don't know if there's anything she could do. Like, I don't know how she could get out of this. Like, I guess her best, best case is recruiting one of them. But even then, it's like, girl, they clearly don't even like you. Yeah. Nobody likes you, Poverty. Oh, and, and, and that's the real gag. Phaedra had her clocked. Nobody likes you, Poverty. Because I remember at first, even when she said that, I was like, girl, uh, where nobody. is that coming from? Did Phaedra make this up? No. Nobody. Phaedra was clocking her damn tea. Child. So after this, Dan starts his plan, girl. And he walks to Peter, and he's like, all I can ask you 
is at the round table. I'm, I've been having my eye on somebody this whole time. And I'm definitely going to call them out tonight. And all I ask is that you have an open ear and just listen to what I have to say. So he tells Peter that because, you know, Peter, they're a girl. Then he goes and he talks to Trishel. He tells her the same thing. Um, and he tells CT the same thing. And I'm just like, and like I said earlier, this is just a part of the problem. Like, I think he should have been planting these seeds before going after Phaedra, even if people were questioning it, I guess, from what Janelle said, it's like, it's clearly not obvious enough to even make the edit. <laughs> really? Like, I don't think it's, it'll look at anything to a major extent. Like, everyone is saying they're sure it's Harvey. So I just don't understand why you will go in with the idea of Phaedra and then expect them to just go with what you're saying. Like, Dan, we don't trust you. We think you're a traitor. Anything you say, we're going to be suspicious of. So if you come with this whole argument against someone who isn't even at the top of anyone's list, it's just like, I don't know how he can get away with it. Like, and it was definitely the idea of let's feed them a traitor. Like, I get that strategy, but like, the game is called the traitors. He basically said, like, the reason why he didn't want to go after poverty when Peter offered him that Olive Branch was because he was loyal to Poverty. Girl, this game this game is called The Traitors. You are a traitor. Bitch, Poverty has to go. Duh. Best believe. I would be like, well, well Poverty. Best <laughs> the believe it. What are the traitors doing? Because now that I'm thinking about these last couple seasons, at the round table, it's another chance for the traitors to take out another faithful as well. My thing is, why weren't y'all setting up anything for the roundtables. Y'all didn't set up for nobody to go home. They should have been making it seem like CT was a traitor this whole time. They they had no other option. Like you said, they all ended up being the votes this episode. Why are y'all the only three options at the roundtable? Y'all are the traitors. Y'all need to make sure there's actual faithfuls as options or just another person other than you. Like they should have been planting seeds for maybe a Sandra, a CT. After Dan goes home, no one else is thought of of being a traitor but Poverty and Phaedra. Why are there no other names out there? Y'all niggas ain't doing nothing. And because like, they're not they're doing not a good job of planting any seeds. They're not being in the conversations. I think that's really not Phaedra's game. Like, low-key, I feel like Phaedra's game was let these bitches get caught up <laughs> and I'm going to sit back with my hands clean. I and she almost got away with it if it wasn't motherfucking Dan turning her on his way out. Like, damn, I thought like even at the end of the day, like, you're going to vote, Phaedra. Like, you're going home. Go home with Grace. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he said he didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> he revealed he revealed on the on the Share Thought podcast, he was basically like, oh, like, he was under the impression that if he goes to the end game with Phaedra, she's going to just get one of these Bravo people to get him out. Which, mm -hmm. I don't probably I wouldn't doubt that Phaedra probably would. If Phaedra's there with MJ, Sheree, yeah. Yeah. and uh, fucking Kate. Even, like, Sandra. Sandra trusts her Phaedra more than her. Yeah. More than him. Like, she could easily get him out. And I think she probably would, no shade. But, mm -hmm. of course, in the moment, she's like, I was loyal to you and you backstabbed me for no reason. Because he said that even going into the round table, they didn't speak. But she told him, like, oh, I'm going to follow your lead. Like, how she's always been, like, quotations follow mm -hmm. when they lead. So she got beef with that. Well, not beef, but, like, she clearly didn't like the decision. But it yeah. was just, like, it gave random. Like, girl, it did. Heck? And it didn't work. You did all that to for you to go All home? of it to not even work. Like, well, you could have just came for property, honestly. So we start the roundtable off, and Dan starts off. And he's like, all right, I've had my eye on this person for day one, and I've been watching one person this whole time. And I've been looking at the way that they move, and I've been making sure since day one that they were the people, they were the person that I believed who was suspicious because I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to bring it up until I felt like I absolutely was for sure, 100% sure. Everybody, can you raise your hand if your name has been voted that? Girl, I would be like, down. okay, traitor. What, what is all, all of this? What is this all of this? so dramatic. This I so dramatic. dramatic. I would be like, okay. Sure. Like, like, honestly, I, I didn't even thing. take the notes down because, like, in detail, because he was saying so much random ass shit. It was a long, like, okay. it was a long so speech. This tells Wait. me that Berkey, Trishel, everybody who raised their hand. He's like, everyone who raised their hand, they've been came for before. That leaves the only people who haven't raised their hand. Sandra, Poverty, and Phaedra are the only people who, whose name haven't been written down. Now, why is that? Is that because, Girl, like, what? He thought he was gagging the live. He thought he was gagging the live with that one. <laughs> he, thought he, he thought he ate that. 
this is the day he, he, he thought he ate that, and they were sitting there like, okay. Right. He was like, Sandra, it wasn't you. So that leaves poverty in favor. He thought this was a veto ceremony, girl. Girl, really? <laughs> and poverty already explained her reasons for the vote. So I feel like all that leaves is Phaedra. If you think about it, with the Ekansu vote, why, why did she react the way girl, that she reacted? The arguments were weak. The why arguments did she react the way weak. she reacted when, when Marcus went home with, with, with Larsa? Why did she react that way with Larsa? Burgalicious. What's that about? <laughs> And then and then and then Kate Kate was like, "What's going on? What are you saying? Like, what what's the logic here? Like, Bergalicious, like what? consoling Tamara. Like, what what's the? She's like, I mean, it's all kind of just uh, extra. It's just over the top, extra. Well, look at her. <laughs> She's a housewife. She's a housewife. And what and what Phaedra say? I'm very extra, baby. I do too much because you do too little, and you now do you do it a lot." Cause you know you're getting ready to get banished. Yep. yep. <laughs> and it's like, him. damn. But 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 Dan says he was he did not think Phaedra would be like quick witted enough at this point. And it's like of everything Phaedra is, you didn't think she was. He never seen an episode of Real Housewives any franchise. Them girls go back and forth. It is not. You have to be ready, especially in Atlanta, because bitch, you gotta you catch shade. Ready. You gotta catch a read real quick. You gotta catch it, and then you gotta send it back. It's a lot they gotta do. It's a lot going on in their mind. You know what he needed to see? He should have saw while she's running around, walking around, (laughs) peddling through sperm banks, banks, flipping through catalogs, looking for a donor. Like that's what he should have watched because clearly he don't know. Clearly he don't know. Thank you, Rocky. The reads, Phaedra, iconic, period. <laughs> then Kate back at her, Bravo, Sister Phaedra. That's the thing, Kate backing up a trader. But hey, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And then John, oh my God. John, I love when John, John read this man so hard. It was when they actually started voting, though. I think it was actually when they started he eats voting. We're going to get to it. <laughs> Child. So Danny calls her out about the murder reaction. She explained each one of them. I was comforting my friend, Larsa. Larsa is a housewife. Of course I was. Yes, of oh, course I was comforting. This, this is a true statement. The housewife stay ready for the reunion. This is basically, the round table is a big-ass reunion. Yes, They're on go. They're on go. <laughs> They're ready for someone to come for them. They're on go. Child, um, Dan, Dan talks about how she obviously murdered Bergie, and she was like, why would I ever vote Bergie? Me and Bergie are cool. I don't have anything wrong with Bergalicious. I love Bergalicious. And Bergie was like, honestly, I don't even think it would be smart for Phaedra to vote me because we're so cool. So that wouldn't make much sense. I trust her. And she said, exactly. And no one trusts you. Oh my God. (laughs) And she was like, she was like, I I didn't even know. I didn't even know anything about the shields. You knew about the shields. She called it up because she said, she says, or or is the reason Bergie's still here, Bergalicious is still here because you thought he didn't have the shield. So you voted. And it's like, period. She clocked him. She didn't call Bergalicious. But it's like she clocked him. She she basically clocked the entire plan that Peter and his crew had already laid out. So it was like, child. So this is when Peter chimes in. He says he told CT Poverty and Dan about the shield. So one of them three has to be a traitor. I don't think it's CT. So that leaves the other two people, period. Um, Poverty tries to call out this alliance that was formed with Peter. She's like, this group is formed. And I feel like there definitely could be a... Um, and she needs to drop that. She needs to drop that quick. What do you think this is doing? Everyone knows they're faithfuls. If you don't throw Sandra's name out there and move, and move along, not right now. I think I just feel like why aren't you, I haven't seen one conversation of poverty or Dan planting a seed. Mine Where's the seed? She wanted to plant Kevin seed, but Kevin is a faithful, so that wasn't gonna go anywhere. And now she's targeting a, a crew of faithfuls. Even people who believed you, they're all faithful. So at some point, it's gonna be like, well, girl. They're not even suspicious. That's the thing. It's I. They got a group of faithfuls, and it's like Kevin, Sheree, Bergie, and Trishel, and John, and MJ. Like none of these people are traitors. I'm so I'm so sorry, but their biggest issue was voting out Johnny Bananas. You're voting out the main people, Larsa. You're voting out the oh, Larsa got banished. But that's the thing, y'all help take advantage. Y'all are y'all are taking out the main people who could actually be traitors. Now it's only the actual traitors in here. Everyone knows it's damn poverty and Phaedra. No one else could really be a traitor. Who's a traitor? Sandra. Sandra ain't no damn traitor. Like y'all just y'all fucked it up. Y'all really fucked it up. Um, child. 
So Dan says, um, at the end of the day, you know me, you know I'm quiet, and, and I just was waiting to take my shot, and now I took my shot, so you're just going to have to pick between them. And then here go Poverty. Okay, y'all, by the way, the only reason I was defending Dan, and Peter was like, uh-uh, y'all, don't believe that shit. Don't believe her. She was like, the only reason I was defending, he was like, don't believe her, she's lying. Poverty's like, the only reason I was defending Dan is because I just trusted Dan. Me and Dan have been cool since day one, and, and, and Peter's like, don't believe her. Don't believe her. Peter is on her ass because she's trying to separate herself from Dan. She's and trying to do like, this. Why? Like, this was so Poverty's ass this nasty. He cut her off in the middle of her speech like, oh my God. Guys, don't this. was this. so no. obvious. And she's like, oh, can I talk? And it's like, no, it's obvious what you're doing, loser. And it really is. She should have been anti-Dan as soon as she heard his name. She should have been like, mm-hmm, honestly, that was one of the people I was suspicious of. You could have been on this train. You sitting here defending him to the last minute and then at yeah. the last minute. It's so obvious you're a traitor. So now, sad. now you're anti-Dan. She should have probably been like, honestly, I just don't think it's Dan. I can't right. vote for him. She should have not even voted for him. She should have been as, like, Literally, as Dan. Dan's about to get banished, banished. Well, I mean, I trusted Dan because of this, but now I don't. Like, girl. And you know what her problem is? The thing is, her like, problem I want to be bad. Didn't have an alternative. She yeah. didn't even have an alternative because you're not a faithful and you're not thinking of traitors. You don't have any right. idea because you're not thinking about the shit. That's your fucking issue. There should have been an alternative. She should have had a whole segment talking about how she thinks it's CT or somebody. Like, who do you think it is? Harmony? You don't think it's Dan. You just told us you don't think it's Dan. So who did you come? Who are you going to vote? Girl. Just caught up. Oh, Lord. So they get to the votes. This is when um, Don gives his congressional read to Dan. That it was so it was like a whole long soliloquy. My vote is for Dan. Dan, he has his accent. He's like, Dan, I feel like from day one, you you put the wool over our. I love the way that because he's British and it just gave a British read. It like, really gave banishment is punishment for treachery. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? But that was funny. Dan gets banished. Damn near everybody votes him. He votes Phaedra. Um, and Peter, <sighs> Peter is like, I'm going to get murdered. So I'm voting Parvati. I know there's enough votes for Dan, but I want y'all to remember after I'm murdered that Parvati is in there. And it's like, get off her neck. Please. He's standing on her neck. Bad. But anyways, Dan gets voted out. Um, he has diary about how Phaedra ate him up. Of course, the fuck. Um, and then we see Trishel have a diary room. And Trishel is like, <sighs> I need this lady out. She's like, I believe Dan knew he was the target and he wanted to feed us a train. And that's why he went so hard for Phaedra. That's and it's like, girl, shut up. Her first correct read of the season shut up. is against Phaedra. Don't shut piss up, Trishel. Don't piss me off, Trishel. Please don't piss me off. Please don't piss me off. Because I wasn't one of the girls drag you that week one. Because I was like, I'll let you have it. You getting enough hate, girl. I'm gonna add to it. But now, don't don't. I have to step. Shut the fuck up. Even if you know, Phaedra could have just told you, I'm the traitor. Shut up. Shut up. No one asks you. We don't want to know, girl. I so Peter, Peter I need takes his entire allowance out. I need this entire allowance. alliance out. Peter's roses need to go. I need them. Peter's Gone. roses. I need them. Gone. So Peter and his roses, they went, Peter's roses went to the uh, room all together. Shut everybody <laughs> else. Everybody else is at the bar area talking. And it was funny because Sandra was like, well, let's go see what the definite five faithfuls are doing over there. Because they're the definite five. The most faithful of the faithful. <laughs> the most faithful of the faithful. So they all walk on walk on in there. And Poverty is pressing them down. And Poverty has a diary. She basically like, look, Peter is my enemy. And, and the enemy is Peter. Like, she is sick of him. And she wants him gone. And she says, he's the, he's the one I got to take out. So she walks in. And she's like, mm, Peter, just Peter, you're just going to just take your friends. And all your friends are just going to come in here. And y'all are just, y'all just shutting us all out. I guess y'all don't care. You're just gonna control the game to the end, huh? You're just gonna, just gonna control just gonna, it, huh? You're just gonna win this whole thing, huh? <laughs> she's so hilarious. What? It was like she's so like her energy always gives like she's not even serious. <laughs> but like I know she done it. <laughs> like, girl, you're playing the game. What's going on? So um <laughs> the bell rings, everybody goes home, and the traders go to the traders to her. It's just poverty and Phaedra. So, of course, the they two. now have the option. 
they now have the option to recruit or murder. And murder. they were struggling to think who to murder. They were like, we can't do Peter. That's just too obviously a new face. I really, they really didn't know Peter who to murder. Well, go ahead and kill him and hope for the best. Honestly. I was thinking that too. Just, just like, you y'all go flop regardless. Yeah, go flop regardless. But um, when they found out they had the option to recruit, Poverty was like, maybe we'll just recruit Peter. I mean, there's nothing else we can really. Basically, the energy gave from Poverty, I'm going to go home. I'm going to have to do something. So maybe I should just try to recruit Peter and his roses and get them on somebody else. So and that's her plan. I, I just think it, it's going to, like, the momentum is already on her. So I just don't, like, mm-hmm. recruiting Peter, it it does absolutely nothing for a game. And I already know, like, from the previews that we got at the beginning of the season, we have the whole, you know, this isn't The Bachelor. I don't have to kiss your ass for a rose from Phaedra to Peter. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking what happens is one of two things, obviously. Either he says no. And he just eats them up. He figures out that Poverty and Phaedra are traitors, bitch. And there's no game anymore. Or <laughs> he becomes a traitor, helps get out Poverty, probably takes out Phaedra and wins this whole thing. I mean, Look with the alliance that he has, they're not turning on him. If he mm-hmm. becomes a traitor, I don't think there's any way he goes home, child. Yeah. And that might be one of the most nastiest games. If he's able to like do what I just said, it's going to be like, whoa. I do think he's going to become a traitor and take them out. But a part of me is like, okay, eventually you're going to have to recruit again or, or something. And then what happens? Who are you recruiting? And That's what are they going to do with this information? Maybe just people from his group. Like, I, like if you recruit John, what's John? Bergy. Yeah. Bergy ain't going to care. Bergy gonna, but yeah. I was, you gonna, all you got to say is Bergy, I was recruited. And now I'm recruiting yeah. you. And now we can yeah. win together. That's true. Then it's like, damn, y'all really want. But y'all got to get to the end of the game. But I think it's a bunch of like duds a little bit because John, Trishel, Kevin, Sheree, they go in the game. Maybe not Sheree, but some of them, they go in the game. Like it's, we're running out of competition because looking at this board, the only person smart enough, I feel, not to end the game is Sandra. So whoever ended up being that last trader, y'all got it. I feel like y'all really got it, to be honest. So it's going to be interesting. I feel like all they're doing is giving Peter the win by recruiting him. Um, but killing him, I feel like she would have went home next anyway. I feel like Poverty's going home next. Regardless. I don't. The thing is, this is why I don't like Peter's roses. I don't like. I do not. I would yeah. hate for us to be in the middle of this game, halfway through the season, and then Peter just win it from here. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, oh, I, I got Kate ass on this picture. Kate in the game too. I forgot to add her. So keep going. I wish she really hadn't been like she came for a check. Honestly, that's what this was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and she got her check because <laughs> she really not like I feel like on the forefront as much. But it's still a lot of people left. I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like I was gonna say the faithful were probably definitely gonna get them a win, but now like I think Peter's gonna become a trainer, and the trainer just gonna win. Yeah, that's very possible. That would just be kind of boring because he he's become a trainer so early. So I, I do I hope he has turmoil along the way somehow. But um, I guess we're going to see, child. We're going to see. Very interesting. We're going to be here next um, Thursday, Friday? We'll be here next week. Next week. To cover, <laughs> to cover, to cover the next episode, <laughs> for sure. We finished the Traders UK, so check that out if you haven't already. And we just finished Big Brother BB Rewind, Big Brother 2. So check that out as well if you're interested in that. Period. Girl, Dr. Will still ain't here. And Dr. Will still ain't we're here. Dan done went home. Janelle it's so went funny home. because I remember when the tweets came out saying, oh, Janelle and Dan, Dr. Will haven't seen each other in years. I was like, <laughs> Janelle is not going to be there for Dr. Will. I knew that. I knew. I thought because maybe it would be the next episode because the premieres, the preview for that came out before the mm-hmm. uh, episode four or five. Yeah. But when it wasn't there, I was like, oh. No, she's not going to yeah. see him. <laughs> but Dan not making it either. It's like, damn. Nope, all the big brother of that world. Y'all are not here. Damn, that, that was the only big girl, brothers. The girl, that's the, the big brother's out, but shit, the, the uh, survivors going to get played this season too, shit. It's a bachelor mm-hmm. that's going to take it all. Yeah, get, get, get that. Uh, shout out to HFG. HFG, yeah, I agree. Right, the FFG. problem with Peter becoming a traitor is that Poverty and Pedro have already targets. If it's too late in the game, there won't be no recruitment after Peter. Honestly, and also, they could just kill, then recruit somebody else. I don't know. I just feel like you don't have to recruit just because it's the first time to recruit. You can just kill Peter, um, try to survive this next round, and then recruit somebody. Now you got a recruit. It could be Sandra. It could be CT. You can recruit anybody. Now you got a recruit who's no longer faithful, and you done kill Peter. So it's like, you kind of hate that. Like, I don't know. But I think poverty's like, this is my last chance, or I'm going home. Poverty knows. She can't do nothing else. 
Yeah. So she needs to do something. If it works, then it, I mean, it works, but I just. It ain't going to work. But I don't think any. This is the thing. I kind of feel like, what could she do? Even if she kills Peter, she's probably getting voted out. Yeah. If she, if she saves Peter, she's probably getting voted out. Said, like, in this game, you have to play like a perfect traitor game, which, I mean, I don't think it's one on one. Like, of course, some mistakes could be made, but once you're kind of caught. Yeah. <sighs> it's kind of like when you're caught, then what? You have to like, make like, how do you maneuver move. around getting caught? Like, she would have to be set up to make some move with, like, a shield play or, like, some type of, like, I mean, get, like, a uh, recruit mm-hmm. someone that's because she could blame it on, but that's not what she's doing. She recruited Peter. Cannot, yep. She cannot flip it on Peter. So it's mm-hmm. like, ugh, she she's running out of options quickly. And that's the thing. I, and I think maybe that is what it is about the traders. It's like, the traders role is so OP. But when you caught, girl, ain't you really caught. shit you can do. That And that's, you know how you was, like, maybe the shield should be applied applicable to the round table. It's like, I mean, then the traders will really be OP because poverty wouldn't even. Poverty could get that shield, the trust. Like, she could get a shield. So I was like, if she did, it would be like, oh, she ain't never go home, even though she's caught and everyone knows she's a traitor. She can make it to the end. And it's like, oh, that's. Ooh, or, may- ooh, or maybe, or maybe it can be modified. Like, if a traitor goes for a shield, you can still choose to vote them, but if they're faithful, maybe something like that. I guess it will confirm. Yeah, like, like give it a, give it a, um, like criteria instead of yeah. just automatically them being safe, it has to be specific. I think yeah. that'll work better. Like if you're actually faithful, if you have a shield, you go you get votes, you don't go home. But if you're a traitor, mm. bitch, you're out. Oh, that's tea. Child. But like, um, banishment is the only way you can get a traitor out. So it would be kind of fair if you can block a traitor from being banished. Exactly. That's that's the thing. So we kind of just have to allow that. Well, probably you're going home. Yeah. No, probably going home. Damn, baby. Get up on your good foot. Get up on your good foot. Oh, no. <laughs> Child. All right, y'all. Don't be mad at Phaedra. Be mad at Phaedra, the law. <laughs> and then she's a lawyer. And then she's a lawyer. God. <laughs> we got to get up off here. Uh, <laughs> keep it real with the kingdom. Baby, we out. We out. <laughs>